Hey, it's Karen Hunter from the Karen Hunter Show on Sirius XM Urban View. Here's a highlight from today's show. We are here. Roy Wood Jr. has uh, graced us with his presence. Those of you who have been rooting for him, I literally um, recorded every one of your shows when you were on The Daily Show. Made sure I hit oh, play, you. give you them that extra algorithms. So sweet. Thank you. Yeah, give nah, me that nah. bump, baby. Nah. Give me nah, that bump. No, we got to play. We got to play the game right. We got to watch, and then we got to record, and then we got to hit play. No, I thank you for that. I don't know. If we hadn't talked since then. Two of those four episodes for me that week were two of the highest rated episodes since Trevor left. If I knew we're just that. counting single episodes since Trevor left, I have two of the top three rated episodes. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. So I was like, I'm thankful. Yeah, nah. Thankful and then, and then, and then, following that, White House correspondence. Then I was like, come on through. And that thing, you that thing, you were thinking. I was, I was so proud. It was like, <laughs> I know your family must be proud. I was sitting there like, like I'm looking at my little brother do some amazing things. You know, I didn't tell my mama that I was gonna give her a shout out, right? And. I thought about it during the like walkthrough. I was like, my mom was part of the script. Yes. And I was like, you know what? Nathan, she put the camera on. Hey, uh, can you move my mama from that table to this table? Because I think it's a better angle. And then, uh, but no, it was it was cool. It was cool, especially considering that my mother is my number one fan. He, like, it's so much you and I don't know about each other. But you know, when I started comedy, me and my mama didn't talk. Like, because you're 19 and you're trying to explain to a college educator. I was going to say, your mom's yeah. a, a teacher. Yeah, she's yeah, she's a professor. Listen, she's, I know you yeah. value education, but you know what, Joyce? I mean, tell these jokes and dothing and get drunk and you know, get paid in whiskey. I might graduate. I might not. I don't know. But once I started making better grades in school while I was doing stand-up, my mom, even when she didn't agree with comedy, because like... I don't understand why you're doing this, but your grades are good. I don't want you sleeping in the bus station. So here's a car. And my mom put it, I had to catch the payments, but my mom put a down payment on my first road car, 2000 uh, Ford Focus, uh, 2001 Ford Focus. And like, that's what really started my journey. So even when she wasn't completely understanding, my mother has been supportive. So to go from that to just, you know, chilling with Kamala and Joe Biden backstage before an event. Yo. That's that's a that's a that's a that's a dope twenty five year arc. Yes. Yes. Oh man. Oh I didn't yeah that you were so comfortable. were you nervous? Cause I, I feel like you know how you you know somebody's a star. You know like people are awesome, but the rest of the world hadn't caught up yet to me. You know, it's like like it was a no brainer that you should be the one to take over for Trevor, not just because you were there, but the, the, your, your skill level, do you know what I'm saying? It's sickening. Thank you. And now it's like, yes, air parent. I don't, I don't know about nervous. I was more angry than anything. Cause you just, you get annoyed with the, and it's just like, you know what, man, if y'all gonna hate me, then hate me. Come on, let's get it over with. Like that, I, 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 like you know what line was going through my head as I was walking up to the podium was Willie D from Mind Playing Tricks on me. <laughs> Hooked the left in the Popeyes and bailed out quick. If it's going down, let's get this over with. Whatever it's going to be, let's do it. I done ran these jokes for a month in every comedy club you can name. I know where the laughs are. Y'all might not laugh because y'all ain't regular people like the good folks that come out to a comedy show. But I'm just, I'm ready. 
And the other thing that's weird about the correspondence dinner is that you're sitting like I'm I'm sitting there for two hours watching just people eat and mingle and you're looking out into the crowd and you just see Kellyanne Conway and Chrissy Teigen and then Lester Holt and then Bill Barr. And it's just the most random mix of people. One of them Vanderpump white folks was in there too. I think I know that person. <laughs> A Kardashian so it, here or there. Yeah. Two property two. brothers. Okay. It's just weird. And you're sitting there and you're trying to remember your material and make sure you don't forget this joke and this angle of the joke and all of that stuff. And then also Jill Biden is in your ear asking you, so what's it like in Alabama? And did you have fun? And oh, what, what's your favorite spot? And, right. and God bless her. She's just making small talk. Right. But you this like is literally the most important night of my career right now, dog. And I really need some silence. But I don't want to be rude to you. So I'm just going to grin and nod. But I'm not listening. I can't. Right. Um, I just think that it's your job as a performer to prepare and have something decent to say. I felt like I had that. And the people who know will know. I don't know if people are going to laugh, but also I just went into it thinking, you know, there's no way for anyone to. There is no level of hatred in this room that will change me being earnest because I'm here to represent the people who aren't in this room. That's right. So for as long as I'm doing it like that, then I always got somewhere to go to. I got somewhere I can go tour. You know, I'm from Birmingham. I still need to be able to show face. That's right. So I can come up here and sell out and not talk about what's real. That that was, you know, that was the, the through line in Wanda's comedy as well. Like, this is what we depend on people who tell jokes for a living to to tell the truth, to be the one place that we can go to to get not not all of the shenanigans but some some sense of of purpose and se- like to center us around what's important to Wanda's line you know y'all worried about drag queens it's the guns that ain't no drag queen showing up in the school with a gun gun I was like mm-hmm. it was the most perfect line because it's like that's not the problem you know from the yep. from your standpoint because I I didn't factor in that they weren't normal people because I, I feel like everybody's a is a people right and so your job is to just be you so that, you know, folk can put their hair down. So where was the, the friction or the hatred that you were talking about that made you angry? It was caring about the approval of people in the room and then realizing, oh, wait, I don't need your approval. Matter of fact, call y'all. I ain't studying none of y'all. All y'all can kiss my ass. Half of y'all ain't even trying to do the right thing in this country. So you know what? I'm going to just go up here and say exactly what's on my mind. And then from that came the focus. Like the first joke where we, you know, me and the writers, we were trying to figure out what the first joke should be. And then, you know, myself and uh, Christiana Mbakwe Medina, who used to be a Daily Show writer, um, she and I were talking. She was my head writer. And like we should just punch Biden in the mouth out the gate, go at him about the do a joke about him. And then you're free to say whatever you want about anybody else, because you've shown that you're not scared to go at him. 
And in the weeks leading up, you're manicuring every syllable and every comma. And I don't know what to say. And, uh, I don't want to. You know what, man? I don't care if y'all don't like me. These are jokes. I've done them in front of regular folks and they laughed and I trust them more. That's right. Y'all a bunch of politicians and lawyers and media types and CEOs and celebrities. Y'all ain't in touch with what the hell people are going through. Not that, that. in my opinion. You know, At least I, that's what I, I told myself. Yeah. No, but you were right. And I feel like comedians, because you do travel the world, travel the co- country for, sh- for sure, you're in places in middle America, you get a sense of what's happening. Where are we right now as we lead into, you know, uh, into 2024? You know, you got uh, Ice Cube coming out for no reason all of a sudden and a lot of other commentary that, you know, is kind of voter suppression. It feels like, you know, telling people not to vote. Yes. <sighs> Where, where are we? There's, there seems to be more more friction around CRT and Florida's flirting, like whatever DeSantis is doing in Florida is like, are you, are you, I mean, you taking on Disney. This is weird. Um, DeSantis, a wild boy. Yeah. I don't know how you're going to beat Trump, you know, in the primary. I think what's really interesting to watch is how CNN, how, how other networks adjust to CNN's conservative pivot. So if CNN is giving Trump a town hall, which they did, and now they're going to give Nikki Haley a town hall, then you can only assume Ron DeSantis is going to get his town hall sooner or later this summer as well. How will MSNBC shift? Because I really feel like a lot of these cable news networks, they're all about ratings and numbers right now. That's all they care about. And if Fox News is the most watched because it's watched by conservatives, I feel like cable news shifting to that is an overcorrection because number one, Fox News is the most watched because they don't have no real competition. Newsmax ain't no comp. Like you, you can't, so you're trying to compete with someone that's not even your equal in my opinion. So I think there's going to be more coverage of this terrible messaging. There's going to be more exposure, more opportunities mm-hmm. for people with terrible policies to be given a podium and a microphone and be given the attention of millions of Americans. And I think it's going to make 2024 that much more impactful. Dangerous. Because, and dangerous. Because you know, to, uh, yeah. well, to the whole thing with Don Lemon, right? The thing with Don Lemon, this is the point I was trying to make during the dinner, and I don't even think I nailed it, but the idea that you can say whatever you want about how Don Lemon act off air, fine. But on air, he gave voice to marginalized people. He gave pushback to guests who came on talking crazy. So if you're not going to have that represented to some degree on air, when you're putting on DeSantis and when you're putting on Nikki Haley, then y'all part of the okie doke on the people as far as I'm concerned. It's like the time Oprah um, lost her number one spot when the Jerry Springer crowd, you know, the, the Ricky Lake and the Jenny Jones, and it got really wild. And they were throwing chairs. Uh, now, mm-hmm. now we got that in the Housewives. But when that became <laughs> daytime television, right, everybody started doing that, and Oprah refused to, right? She was like, mm, "I'm," yeah. just, and then she, her ratings dropped, and then she she kept with, "I'm going to empower and inspire," and then people got tired of the junk because. She, there was a beacon. What you're saying is there's no beacon. There's nobody saying, you know what? Somebody's got to hold the door. Is it MSNBC? Is it? I mean, and the ratings it are so low. It could be somebody within CNN. I mean, I think Laura Coates is great. I think mm-hmm. Abby Phillip is great. You know, I, they have people. It's just a matter of are you going to let them do what needs to be done on air? 
And I think as we see that, because, you know, when we talk about the election, it's also about how, how are these messages being presented to people? Yeah, but, because but, but, that but, influences voters as well. Even, even, even as you're talking about that, seeing uh, Fox may be the most watched, but we're still talking about 3.5 million on a good night. They, they rarely hit four. That's not a lot of people. No one's really Correct. watching cable news. We're watching the clips of cable news. 300 million in this country. Right. So th- it's already f- a failed platform. It's already a failed outlet because I, I feel in many ways it, it has devolved to, you know, breaking news and, you know, the, it's like Chicken Little, all of it. And I feel like none of it's very effective. <laughs> most, most of my, my students, my journalism students are getting their news from like TikTok and, and social media. You know, they're not tuning into this anyway. So maybe there's an opportunity in this space where we can, nobody has to have a plug in, you know, unless it's the Daily Show, because we got to watch that if you're yeah. on it. Are you going, are you, are you, we only have a few minutes left. Are you uh, the, like, what's happening with the Daily Show? What are they going to do? We down bad. Everything down bad because of the strike. I know because it's, so okay. So are do, they, they not talking you off mic? Nah, when it comes back? They, I'll, I'll get, I'll get them credit. They playing the game straight up. You know, you ain't supposed to be having no negotiations and chit chat. And knowing Paramount and a lot of these media companies, there's still more layoffs to be had. So whoever negotiating to replace Trevor might not even be the person that's still there. When it's, you know, so, you know, we don't know. Also, the strike is going to be huge because if these networks have to pay the writers more and they have to pay the actors more, they're going to cut corners. So I think late night itself is going to change. I think the aesthetic of late night, the way late night looks is going to change. And it has to change because to your point, everybody's not getting their news from one central place visually. I feel like part of why The Daily Show worked for so long, especially under Jon Stewart, is that most everybody got their real news from something that looked similar. Whereas now one person may be on TikTok. I read Substack. Shout out to Phil Lewis. Like I subscribe to his Substack. That's how I get most of the news that I get every day. It's not even articles or whatever. And anything else that's good is behind a paywall. So if the way we get news has changed, then the visual vehicles through which we parody it have to evolve as well. And I think that creative process has not happened yet. You know, so, you know, I don't know. Well, uh, you're going to be coming through more frequently. I appreciate you st- stopping through today. Absolutely. Feel better. I hope your thok is less ashy as you go out <laughs> on them sh- in the, on the roads uh, talking to people yeah, about Yeah, we out there. Happy I to be you. here, too, is uh, RoyWoodJr.com. We're going everywhere from Sacramento all the way up to Hartford, Connecticut. So just, you know, check me out online. You can see the schedule. Hey, this is Karen Hunter. You can listen to The Karen Hunter Show live every Monday through Friday at 3 p.m. East on Sirius XM Urban View Channel 126 or anytime on the Sirius XM app.